0: sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud as always to be presented to you by the great folks at TrueMap Fitness in the Gulch. TrueMapFitness.com, a new way to work out for the best version of you. Go to TrueMapFitness.com for your first workout free. And Zen Sports, where they offer you same game parlays, no danger, first wagers, and VIP packages. ZenSports.com for more information and that promo code ATOZTN can unlock so many cool things for you. So the biggest question that the Titans brass needs to answer at the NFL Combine when they speak tomorrow, uh, it's your Two Rivers Ford take, and it's how we'll start. Looking at all the different places that we've been with them, they really haven't done much discussion around draft and stuff. It's been mostly focused on the hiring of coaches, and obviously the availability has been Few and far between. We've had uh, Callahan twice at the podium, three times as of tomorrow morning. And Rand has only spoken once in a setting where he's taken questions. And that was almost two months ago after Mike Vrabel was fired. He did give an opening statement at Callahan's introductory press conference. But tomorrow he will uh, field questions for the first time, um, basically about the football team for the first time since training camp opened last year. So with that being said, what do you want to hear them a- answer? Um, it could be one for both of them uh, collectively. It could be one for Callahan instead of Rand. It could be one for Rand instead of Callahan. However, you feel the need to answer this question, I'd be curious to know what your response is. For me, it's about, uh, in particular, it is about the idea of what, how, what is your draft strategy? How is need? impacting your draft strategy? Obviously, they're aware of their own positional needs. But is that a best player available type situation where the needs are so many? Or are you targeting now specific positions? And what is the value of that? What is the cost benefit analysis of that? Because if you remember last year after they went three days and drafted one wide receiver in the seventh round and told us, yeah, that'll be good enough for Monday after the draft. And they were right because they got DeAndre Hopkins and he's the person that ended up mattering most uh, in their skill position group. Rand Carthon gave a quote that I still think, you know, I don't I don't want to say irked some people, uh, irked some Titans fans, but given the level of urgency that you all, for example, placed on the wide receiver position and the lack of urgency in which they addressed it until Hop signed, what, in July. Um, this quote from Rand Carthon I think left people a little bit rankled. The dice planable. That's what we're doing. Um, we're gonna take the best available player in the that it's a receiver because we're going to
1: continue to address our needs, and if if we take a receiver in the fifth round, it's a player
0: that we feel can contribute to our team. Like Coach said, it's it's players that have come into this league that have performed at high levels in all rounds of the draft, so we don't look at it as a fifth-round guy So that is, uh, is uh, ran Carthon after last year's first round, after they drafted Peter Skronsky. Roll the dice, play the board is the strategy. And that will probably continue to be the strategy, right? You're looking at a situation for the Titans where they have needs. It's not just left tackle, right? It's wide receiver. It's corner. It's edge rusher. It's interior defensive line. Um, you know, I could, I could make the argument that they still need something more reliable at the tight end position. Now, Brock Bowers would probably be the only thing that supersedes Chig or Wiley with where they're at right now. But still, they have so many needs that you can draft best player available and still address a need in the meantime. But I'd be curious to see how both of those gentlemen answer that question in particular. A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by TrueMap Fitness in the Gulch. Go to trueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. No workout ever recycled or repeated. TrueMath Fitness has you covered. Uh, they're gonna answer a lot of questions. What the uh do they do they have archetypes for each position? Certain standards that they're not willing to make exceptions for? What is the rule for exceptionalism? Whether that's for example, Roger McCreary and shorter arms, um, Skaronsky and uh questions about his length. How do they view Peter Skaronsky? Uh Carthon after Vrabel got fired largely or seem to hint at the idea that they would continue to play him at left guard. I know Callahan is on record as a Bengals offensive coordinator saying the same thing that he thought of Skronsky more as a guard than a tackle, but that certainly is not a question that Callahan has been asked or answered just yet. And I would like to, you know, I think that does inform how they'll go about this. If they have given any additional consideration, given what the draft looks like to moving Peter, Uh, or could they wait until after the draft is concluded and see whether You know, Skronsky makes the most sense at left tackle or left guard after that. Maybe they're just married to the idea that Skoronsky is a guard, and that's the way that the larger uh, NFL draft population views him from the start, even though the cries for him to move to left tackle after your left tackle was so bad here, uh, continued to get louder and louder. They really stuck to their guns on that and were entrenched in the position that he needs to learn guard. His best spot for the Titans is going to be on the interior. Um, so while they're considering all these things, they will need to bring in an additional running back. And it doesn't sound like that running back is going to be Derrick Henry. The question that I want to ask you guys in relating to Derrick Henry is this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch in the comment section, where is it most likely that Derek, what is the most likely landing spot for Derrick Henry in 2024? Um, We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by Zen Sports. Same game parlays available for you now on the NHL and the NBA. Up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager when you bet in the Zen Sports app. Using that promo code ATOZTN, they are there to help you. So many great odds, boosts, and promotions. VIP Zen Sports play if it is up to par for VIP consideration with all kinds of great perks and comps and Uh, free bets and things of that nature. You can submit yourself for VIP Zen Sports consideration at zensports.com slash VIP. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem called the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Must be 21 or up in Tennessee to bet. So where is Derrick Henry's most likely landing spot in 2024? Pretty interesting to hear this discussion courtesy of Pro Football Focus. Ari Myrov, uh, My Sports Update is the Twitter account. Uh, lent some credence to the idea that ownership may have come in and say, no, don't trade Derrick Henry for whatever they might have been considering trading Derrick Henry for. You guys remember that I reported that the Ravens were the team most interested in Derrick Henry at the time. That deal was apparently very real and very much on the table. And at some point, somebody stepped in to the extent of, well, it's not worth what we would lose in a dip. What we would get back is not what we would lose in terms of fan engagement in a bad season and ticket sales, frankly, merch sales, frankly, if we move Derrick Henry at the time of the NFL trade deadline, which is what they discussed on Pro Football Focus.
1: Today, we're talking Tennessee Titans free agent running back Derek Henry hitting the open market. Ari, what's going on with Derrick Henry?
2: Well, I wanna give love to Derek Henry first of the year. This guy actually got extended for four years and actually played through all four years and even got a pay raise during that four years extension. You know, People usually after two years get cut when it comes to running backs. He played through all of it and even got some more money during that time. But his time in Tennessee is going to be over. And in fact, right before the trade deadline, he actually was really, really close to getting traded to the Baltimore Ravens. I do believe ownership stepped in and said we're gonna let him finish out his career here in Tennessee for the rest of the season and not ship him away during the year but now he will become a free agent and I would imagine the Ravens will be interested again I mean I would love to see a team with Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry together but um it's gonna be interesting to see what his market is because how much tread does he have left in his tire I mean he's kept it up up until now I don't think many people thought he would be able to at this point in his career but what type of a contract would derrick henry get on the open market when we know these teams when it comes to running backs especially for guys of his age usually they don't really get that much significant money
3: um in free agency I mean, Ari just outlined it all there, right? Derek Henry is already breaking all of the rules that you normally apply to running backs. He's but way, way, way more workload in, in his career. Not just NFL, but college, high school. There's way more of a workload than you usually get from running backs. He's past the age where you want to give the money. He's already kind of broken rules in terms of the last contract that he signed. Everything about him, if he was just a normal running back, you would say... Buyer beware. Don't even go near it. Don't even think about giving that guy a big contract, but he's King Henry and he's still King Henry. Even last year, he averaged, you know, more than four yards per carry, more than three yards per carry after contact behind the worst offensive line in the NFL. He's still able to absolutely dominate. So can you give him a big money contract even at this age? I don't know that it's crazy. Like, he's in that Adrian Peterson category of the rules don't really apply to him. So Baltimore, I'm all for it. Green Bay, you know, could they replace him or replace A.J. Dillon with Derrick Henry? I think there's a lot of teams for whom he would be a fascinating fit.
1: Man, I absolutely love Derrick Henry with the Ravens. I think I mentioned it a few years ago when he did hit free agency. I'm, I'm not an advocate of overpaying the running backs, but let's see. Maybe Henry just wants to win at this point maybe he's willing to take a little bit less to go to Baltimore Sam what you pointed out was behind a bad offensive line last year Derrick Henry was unbelievable even if the stats were down it was because of the offensive line if you put him into a Baltimore Ravens system where there is space and in their space because Lamar Jackson is a run threat because they have a good offensive line and a good scheme all of a sudden Derrick Henry might be averaging five yards a pop downhill and fitting the style that the Ravens like to run so Um, I think a team like the Philadelphia Eagles as well. And, and you're going to hear about the Dallas Cowboys. You're going to hear about the Cowboys and how they're trying to, you know, win in different ways and instill that attitude. Derrick Henry makes sense in Dallas, but boy, would I love to see him in Baltimore with Lamar
0: and all of the versatility that that run game brings to the table. Okay. So that is uh, Ari Myrov and a couple of the pro football focus guys talking about the viability of Derrick Henry. Um, it sounds like he's going to make about 10 to $12 million a year uh, on an average annual basis. Based on his level of productivity, teams getting that much more available cap space and how much easier it's going to be to make those kind of asks of teams like the Ravens. Because now the Ravens are, I wouldn't call them cash flush. They're still bottom half of the league in terms of cap space. Just, uh, I think, a little north of $16 million and change per over the cap um, but it does make the viability of a, of a 2024 deal, of a two-year deal, right, for Derrick Henry that allows them to minimize the first-year cap hit and backload the situation and guarantee money uh, to him. It makes it far more viable. So Derrick Henry's market is going to be much better. It all but assures that the Tennessee Titans are not going to be in the game for Derrick Henry, Bert points out in our private chat the possibility of void years also makes it easier for other teams to acquire Derrick Henry's services. Um, you know, I'm always going to take the field over one individual team and I never really thought that it was super likely that Derrick Henry ended up back here. You never say never about those things, but the cap space, the cap space increase really hurts and we talked about this briefly last night. It really hurts the Titans more like teams at the top of the cap Space list, uh, Washington, Tennessee, Houston, and Indianapolis, even because the price for players just gets more expensive. It doesn't mean that you have more cap space to spend. And so Derrick Henry is far more justified in asking for, you know, $15 million and maybe negotiating his way to $12 million a year in some form or fashion from teams because it's just going to expand the marketplace for everybody to get involved in. And that's not a great situation if you're a team who was cash flush before and getting. Uh, that boost It just means that your front-end costs are going to be that much more expensive when you start to dip a toe into the free agent waters. Uh, brief primetime show tonight because of the travel situation to Combine. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Primetime the rest of the week will be from Indianapolis. Uh, we'll have great stuff there. Like I said, Ryan, uh, Brian, Brian Callahan and Rand Carthon will be on the radio show tomorrow morning. In the 10 o'clock hour, make sure you're there uh, with us. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to The Zone on YouTube. You can live stream the radio show there and see my interview with both of those gentlemen. And there'll be clips afterwards if you don't catch any of it live. So that'll be great. Uh, Quick reminder that the Primetime Program is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the Intel Edge and the dream address you need to, uh, the dream address you can get without the stress. Speaking of Intel, Gary is uh uh going to, all of our great sponsors make the trip to the Combine possible, and, uh, including Two Rivers Ford, who was kind enough to give me a vehicle. So shout out to Two Rivers uh, for that. In fact, they just gave me the same vehicle that I have without making me put miles on my vehicle, which I very much love because I love my 2022 Ford Explorer, except this one's a 2024 Ford Explorer. So we're riding dirty on our way up to uh, Indy. Be a great time. Have a great rest of your evening. Primetime tomorrow radio show. We'll have it all and it'll be exciting. Combine, draft, it's all in the air and it will be great to get into the swing of things for real once again starting tomorrow. See you guys then at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone.